Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always in the field for interviewing people on the cutting edge, doing amazing work, impacting the world in branding, marketing, business, sales, entrepreneurship. And so today I have Brandy Sims. She goes by the narrative experience PR professionals over 14 years managing public figures and brands in various industries. And so I'm happy to welcome her to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, tell the audience, you know, what, you know, your background, your story and what you do. Absolutely. I'd love to share. So my name, of course, is Brandy Sims and I'm the founder and CEO of Branding PR. Um, I started in PR 14 years ago. I uh, started working with nonprofits and banking institutions um, simply to just get a start in public relations and marketing. So I was often the go-to person for all of those things, whether it was branding, design, creating press releases, doing um, columns. I was the go-to person and I helped to support those nonprofit organizations and agencies as well as those banks um, in their efforts to raise more brand awareness about their products, their services, as well as their team. So I did those things for a couple of years. And then I slowly graduated into marketing for larger organizations and started doing some marketing for beauty companies, sustainable brands, did that for several years, loved it, got an incredible, incredible experience in learning the ins and outs of product development, um, ingredients, and those key factors that are associated with building um, those beauty and cosmetics products. Um, after doing that for several years, then I ended up in entertainment and lifestyle, um, having to work with sports agencies, political figures on um, their communications for their campaigns and and really being exposed to that side of PR where it wasn't just limited to the local and community outreach and exposure on that sense, but looking at it from a more national perspective where we're dealing with public figures that are um, being featured on major, major media outlets um, and having um, a much larger scale and much larger network um, to deal with. So I jumbled all of those years and experience in all of those different industries. And I decided in 2020 to make the big jump and start my own agency. Um, I promise you, it was not intentional to start an agency during the pandemic. I actually was pinching myself 
um, at the excitement of, man, I finally get my opportunity, my shot. This is now, now is the time. And we just basically let the, the, the ship sail and then bam, the pandemic hits. So in saying all of that, you know, I didn't let it deter me, but I actually looked at it more as an opportunity. Um, what can I do to scale? What can I do to grow this agency that I've now um, launched and, and actively working with clients? Um, I looked at it as like, this is a challenge, but we're going to tackle it. So started off by myself, um, have been working this for the past three years and have grown my team to about eight of us that work on every aspect of client campaigns from the marketing and social media to media training and coaching to the actual media placements that we secure for local all the way up to national media outlets on behalf of our clients um, and continuing to support various industries from entertainment and lifestyle all the way down to those nonprofit or organizations. Um, so in doing all of that, you know, the experience it has, I can probably say for most in entrepreneurs that start up, especially during a, a global pandemic, it's been rocky. It's been a roller coaster, but it's certainly rewarding in every aspect. I wouldn't change it um, at all. And being able to support the clientele that we serve and being able to support the employees and those that um, have worked with us has been a complete joy. Um, to be able to spread and share how important communication and branding is for every agency, every organization, every company, no matter the level and size of it. Um, it has been the true reward out of all of it. Really great uh, intro and really great. Um, you know, a couple of things is, uh, you know, as we transition, you know, into more of these uh, digital Web3, a lot of the... Uh, yes. Yeah, a lot of millennials are coming online. They have a lot of um, purchasing power. Then we have Gen Z and then uh, Gen Alpha. Everything is changing. So talk a little bit about the changing landscape of PR and branding and developing effective communication strategies for this cohort. Of course, I'd be happy to. Uh, so the landscape is absolutely changing and drastically, um, probably more so than we've seen since the introduction of social media in the early 2000s with, you know, Facebook and chat groups, you know, with the inclusion of now AI and Web3 and essentially virtual reality, it has yet again kind of pivoted to another area where it's unknown, but it's not too unknown, right? And it's one that requires brands and, and of course, public figures to really learn how to adapt to it. Um, not saying that you have to be an expert, but certainly understanding the basics is, is crucial um, because these are the tools that we're using now. So certainly I would say the landscape is looking like this. Brands have to adapt. And it's one thing that we shared during even the pandemic. We had a lot of brands that weren't used to remote workers. We had a lot of brands that weren't used to, well, I, I have to do my interview from my house or in my office. Yes, you do, because we have requirements now, requirements where you can't be physical within a certain distance of other people. So we had brands that were kind of struggling with adapting to that. And here, just a couple of years later, now we have yet another challenge that brands have to learn to adapt to. So I would say the best advice in, in navigating this new terrain and this new landscape is being open to what it looks like. 
learning a little bit more about the, the, the tech side of things, what Web3 means, what it means for your company, as well as virtual reality and AI, and finding those ways that they can be incorporated into the business and be incorporated into your messaging and how you do things moving forward. Um, there's a lot of perks to AI. You know, you have the opportunity to have information and content developed to you in a matter of seconds. But there's also that drawback where it is purely robotic. It's very impersonal and it does require the user to really hone in on their skills and make sure that it aligns with the messaging and, and what your brand is currently sharing so that it's all consistent and it doesn't come across ro very robotic and very impersonal. Um, there's a lot of parts to it, but it's certainly something that it should be viewed and looked at as a new tool that you have the opportunity to learn more about, to bring into the fold of your company and to incorporate it into your messaging because it's a hot topic. It's something that we like to call um, newsjacking, where what we do is we see stories that are already being shared and we find ways to incorporate our brands or incorporate ourselves into the story. So with AI, there would be an opportunity there for any kind of company or brand to share like, hey, this is how we're using AI for our bank, or this is how we're using AI from the health perspective. I think there, there's there been a couple of lawyers that have shared, this is how we use AI to communicate certain terminology to help better explain to our consumers and help them better understand what it is that we do and what we offer. Um, I, I'm very much a, a glad, a hapful type of person, and I always try to find the, the um, a more optimistic approach to everything and a positive approach to everything. And I say this um, with a full, full heart for my clients, as well as um, the viewers here, that it's important that you look at it from an open mind and an open perspective. There's something you can learn from this and something that you can definitely benefit from as you navigate this new media landscape. Yeah, really interesting. And um, I'm actually, I'm reading this book called The, the Seventh Level, and it's talking about traditional media they talk to us and it was through radio and tv but now everything's like a two-way and mm -hmm. you're talking about engagement because you have like um presidential candidates going on the twitter now and um events being streamed through live youtube so yes. talk about this idea i mean i i mean i haven't really watched cable tv for you know since 2002 because everything's on social media. So tell people about um, what corporate America gets wrong and the difference between PR, marketing, advertising, effective communication strategy. Of course, of course. I think what corporate America gets wrong about PR is that it's just limited to big companies. It's not. It's also not limited to just celebrities. Every business, no matter what level that you're at, can benefit from PR and communication support. You have to have it whether you hire or outsource an agency or you have it internally, you have to have some kind of strategy and some kind of um, plan when in terms of how you communicate to the public about your company, about the products and services that you offer and how you um, basically develop those messaging. Um, it's an important aspect of it. It's equally as important as all the other key areas of your business from the finance, accounting, the actual office, uh, leasing space, employees, it's all up there in those same categories as important things that you need to have a plan and, and understand who is going to be your point person and who's gonna be involved in that process from beginning to end. Communications is super, super important. 
for every level of business, not limited to celebrities, not limited to companies. Everybody needs good PR and everybody needs someone that's actively working on the behalf of the organization's image. It's kind of like the saying goes, it's all about your reputation. You know, you have to be known, you have to be seen. And if someone's not actively working on your behalf, then you might as well be a sitting duck. You're just kind of there. Maybe some people are aware of it, but for the most part, there's not really anybody that's pushing the envelope or pushing you out there to where it's forcing people to take a look and give you a second chance and say, hey, I, this is a brand that I need to check out. And that's where PR and communications comes in. You have someone actively working on behalf of the image of the company. So when we look at from from the perspective of PR, marketing, and advertising, I love, love, love this question because oftentimes we all kind of get jumbled into one thing, but we're all very different. While our strategies and tactics are very, very different, we have the, the ultimate same goal, which is how do we raise awareness about what it is that we're trying to sell, which is either an image, a product, or a service. So for PR, we rely heavily on word of mouth. So that's when you see the television interview. That's when you see the feature article talking about this exciting new product that's coming out or the press conference that's sharing a huge launch or announcement from a company. That's where our sweet spot is, is we find ways um, that we're able to share a client's brand and their services in a truly genuine and authentic way. It's word of mouth. It's people talking about you. It's people seeing you in certain um, areas and environments and being able to tell their friends about you. That's what we do. And that's where our primary focus is. Now, yeah. marketing, they're going to be very much, I want data. I want analytics. I'm the numbers person. Marketing is all about how we promote and push a certain brand, but we use it purely off of the data. So they want to see, okay, my target audience is um, between 35 to 44, and they like to watch uh, Succession. I know it just ended, but they like to watch that on Sunday nights. That's a very <laughs> specific person. And then they also have um, a postgraduate degree. You know, they're looking for all of those specific things, and they're targeting you based on those analytics that are presently available. That's how marketeers do their thing. And they use billboards and they use social media and they use all of those different traditional advertising tools to be able to market and promote to individuals. Also, you have to incorporate some of the branding development side of things, which is flyers, um, whether it's a paper flyer or those little graphics that you see, that's all marketing, right? And that's where it kind of falls in, in this umbrella of things. And then finally, we have advertising. Advertisers are like, hey, I just want to sell this to you. That's it. So they use a little bit of marketing, a little bit of PR to be able to engage their audience. And they find them based on the target that they have, the demographics kind of similar to marketing where they have those analytics. And they use that information to basically sell to you. It's purely that. We are promoting a product, a service, or an event, and we want you to go there. That is the primary role of advertising. So how? So in just explaining all three of these different things, you can see there's some similarities here in the sense that everybody's trying to promote something. Everybody's trying to share or raise awareness about something that's happening or an individual. But the tactics and the way that they do it are very different, and they kind of use a little bit of each other in some of those ways. 
outside of their primary focus area. And that's true. That's exactly kind of what we're working with in terms of those different areas. But the umbrella is this. It's all about brand awareness. And while all of these have very, very unique approaches, again, it's very important to understand that they're all equally important in terms of your brand. You need all of these different things to successfully execute a campaign on your brand and to successfully get the brand awareness out there. You need PR because you need somebody that's looking at it from the angle of people just being people, asking for reviews, looking at reviews. That's PR. That's our role and what we do in helping to uh, give you a genuine, authentic response to where someone can be engaged by what they're seeing and being interested by what they're seeing from people that they trust and they believe in. That's where PR come in, comes in. Marketing, they're going to be your people that we're just pushing this message out and we're using flyers, we're using uh, radio spots, we're using all of the traditional ways to market and promote, we're getting we're getting our hands dirty, but we're pushing it out there and making sure that you're aware this is what you need to check out. We need marketing. Every brand needs marketing. You have to be marketing yourself in addition to those interviews that you're getting and those articles that are writing about you. Yeah. And then finally, advertising. Have to have some budget for advertising. Have to be able to promote yourself and really push your message out to the very people that are interested in looking for your brand. And you can do this with many media outlets, as well as now, as we've mentioned with online platforms and, and landscapes, you can do advertising there too. So a lot of different opportunities, but all equally important and something you actively need to be doing. Awesome. How can people contact you, um, reach out to you, um, check you out? Yes, yes. Well, you can always reach out on our branding. That is branding. Super, super easy. You can also visit us on any of your major social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Brand Inc. PR. Um, we're always looking to partner and work on different projects. Um, so we're always excited and looking forward to hearing more about um, new entrepreneurs and new business owners that are looking for that assistance, that guidance, or even simply resources. We have an amazing resource page that are free to small business and startups um, because we want to help. We want to help you and and get you to understand and be able to navigate communications in a very seamless way. And we've prepared some amazing content for you to be able to do just that before you are ready to to bring or bring on somebody on your team or outsource. We have all of those resources available on our website. So, um, yeah, you can contact us in any of those ways. Excellent. And let's thank Brandy for coming on the show, writing a lot of great education resources. Be sure to check her out. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
wherever you are listening. If you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.